So I'm going to apologize in advance if anybody knows anything about uh, maritime vessels and terminology and whatnot, because I do not. So I'm just going to start throwing out words and hope they sound... No, it's all good. I'll hoist the mainsail. Well, without a map, you can say port and starboard, and nobody has any idea if you're talking about the right or the wrong side. Well, port is left, starboard is right, I know that. No, you, you know more than me. You three are on one of the first ships that go out, kind of the survey team, if you will. You're sent out in one of the fastest ships that was available on such short notice. So you guys can get there, figure out what's going on, and report back um, as soon as possible. And there's um, a small contingent of militia with one or two actual soldiers on board. You know, hopefully just enough to prevent the locals from storming the ship and stealing it in case things are really bad. But also just enough to uh, you know, protect you in case something ominous and odd has befallen because of the storm. And it's only like a several dozen minutes to get there, not quite an hour. Or not, not, sorry, it takes you just a few hours to get there. Um, not too terribly long. And the island itself is very is fairly small uh, comparatively. Um, it's only somewhere along the lines of uh, 30 square miles. Um, and you guys are pulling up to the uh, the southwestern side. There's actually this. Hold on, let me turn my video back on so you can see. So we've got a basic island, and then we've got this little. Okay, this isn't actually going to work. It's supposed to be the other way. There we go. So you see this little area right here? Yep. So that's kind of that's where the uh, bay is located. You know, it's the one place that's as protected as possible. And obviously the island itself isn't an actual circle, but that's just to give you an idea of what it looks like. Yep. So... Anyone listening to actual play, we're looking at a circle with a like, arc taken out of it. It's sort of like an abstract Pac-Man. So you guys are landing on the southwest side, um, and around all around that bay is um, the biggest town on the island. There's quite a number of docks. Um, you're, the boat that you're on is small enough that it can um, go all the way up to the dock, you know, it's got a, a very shallow keel, so it doesn't have to worry about uh, running aground at the dock area. And as you guys are approaching, you notice that there are still several small patches of, uh, of uh, dark purple clouds randomly dotting the skies above the island. And um, they, they tend to flash with what looks almost like a, a pink lightning from the inside, with some random discharges out in the distance. Uh, looks like a few of them have hit trees because there's some smoke pouring up deeper. Is it inland when it's an island? <laughs> Farther past the uh, the actual town itself, there's some smoke rising up past the horizon. So is there anything anybody wants to do before... Um, 
before you uh, dock? Uh, I'm constantly talking to Pastor Henry, trying to figure out his morality and this morality I'm supposed to have. I am constantly um, giving him vague answers that lead him back to where he started. So, Pastor Henry, I know taking things that belong to other people is wrong. But, so say people on this island, they're not alive anymore. Is it still wrong to take their things? It's not particularly wrong, but I wouldn't recommend doing it. Why? I turn around and walk and start praying uh, in thanks for the safe journey. I stand completely And, and praying for patience. <laughs> Lord, grant me the serenity. <laughs> Not to kick this robot in the water. Just remember the old adage... Do not pray for patience. The good Lord will give you situations in which to be patient. Yeah. Well, I'm already there. So yeah, those are those are the kind of questions I'm asking him about that are lo it, like looking for loopholes in morality. <laughs> no, there's no law that says you have to wear pants, but you should. <laughs> okay. So um, you guys pull up to the dock, and oops, that was wrong. Damn it! And um, Anthony, as soon as uh, you pull up alongside the dock, you were um, one of the people who was ordered to um, hop off onto the dock to tie off the ship. Yeah, yeah. As one of the strongest members on board. Oh. Speaking of strength, um, before we go any further, did anybody, because part of character creation, you can reduce one attribute by one point to raise another. Did anybody want to take advantage of that? Yeah, I, I draw my will by one to put strength up one. Okay. Or I guess if you want to, we can wait until you hit level one to choose your um, your path, then you can adjust your scores then to, to better customize toward that specific uh, novice path. Right on. So I yeah. think that would work a little better. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I'll wait. I currently have strength eleven right now. So when you um, tie off at the dock, you do notice that there are uh, a few people, a handful, like six or seven people, walking slowly toward the dock. You can tell that some of them are um, limping. Uh, some of them are being carried, you know, have their, sh their arm around someone's shoulder helping them walk. Others have uh, makeshift crutches. But no one looks like they're in good condition. They're all pretty uh, battered, beaten, and weather-worn. And they're just slowly moving towards you guys and as they notice that there's actually people at the dock, you see them try to speed up, and uh, they start yelling and screaming and waving. 
Now, being a tall, grotesque dwarf, or dwarf, I should say, at the dock, um, I'm, I'm going to be curious how they <laughs> react to me uh, standing on the dock. There. Well, they're, they're still quite a ways away. I mean, you can only um, make out the basic outline of a group of people. So when they see you, they probably just see this big, early orc, but they, it's not close enough to make out any facial features yet. Okay. But they are waving towards you and, and hustling, trying to get there quicker. So it looks like there are some survivors, and they're definitely going to uh, need some of the supplies you've brought. Um, I will start unloading things or helping the crew unload things. Okay, so things start getting unloaded. Um, other uh, strong uh, men, women, orcs, humans, clockwork, whatever, have managed to tie off the boat pretty well. And the captain... Um, the captain turns to Henry and says, You, sir, you're, you're good with speaking to people. Go talk to those... Uh, citizens and find out what happened, what they need. Am I part of the crew? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do it. I'm just... He's deciding whether or not he wants to be given an order. But um, after some obvious internal debate, he decides that it's his decision to go talk to these people because it's the right thing to do. And he starts walking towards them. PD uh, is working on unloading stuff, and he has his 10-pound bag of flour. He <laughs> has it in his arms, and he looks to unload it for a second and then squirrels it back away on the ship somewhere. <laughs> That's his 10-pound bag of flour. You should um, just dump it in the harbor. <laughs> just while staring at these people with my cold, robotic eyes. <laughs> And as you get closer, Henry, you do notice that there are more people coming out of the woodwork, as it were. Um, boarded up windows and doors are starting to open, and there are some people that are just aimlessly wandering the streets. Uh, you can see a few bodies. You're not sure if they're dead, dying, or just sleeping, but uh, buildings have been uh, broken down, collapsed, Looks like some of them were hit by lightning. A fire started, but with the torrential downpour, thankfully it didn't burn down the city, but th the place is a mess. It's a ruin. And you can see, as you're getting closer, the faces of these people are, you know, they're sunken cheeks. The, their eyes have dark bags under them. Some of them look like they're shell-shocked, and others are just babbling. So uh, Henry was walking toward the... Um, destitute-looking humans and, uh, well, I guess humans and other um, ancestry creatures. You know, there's probably a um, an orc and a goblin or two. Ironically, there's not any clockwork present, and you can't tell if there's any changelings about, but there might be. I'm not sure my character is aware that changelings exist. <laughs> They're just fairy tales. Yep. And, um, Clinton, your character is Petite Seven, was it? 
uh, Petey, like the short, no, like cuted form of Pete or Peter. Ah, PT. Okay. PT. I thought it was PD, but it sounds like yeah. Petey, so it's fine. Yeah, I heard. I wrote down PD. PT. PET. Okay, gotcha. I was thinking of like BB Seven or BB whatever you know the Star Wars thing. No, my my maker's son was Peter, so he recreated his son in every way except humanity. Right. So, are you helping with the uh, offloading of supplies? Yes, I am. Okay. So Henry is all by himself. Yep. Against the mob of <laughs> distraught locals. He will uh, try and maintain his uh, his calm and raise his arms to gather people, but also to tell them not to rush, because that's not going to help anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping an eye on the situation in case i got to go help Henry. Oh, Henry. Uh, see what I did there? Oh, Henry. Uh, yeah. I don't get it. It's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> there are smarter people than you around this virtual table, so it's fine. <laughs> so um, Henry walks up and meets the uh, mob uh, at the other side of the dock, and you can see them. They're just... Like I said earlier, they're just uh, distraught, destitute, hurt, and looking haggard and worn. And as they, they come up to you, you can hear them not necessarily shouting over each other, but they're definitely um, trying to all talk at once. Some of them are talking at the same time. Some of them are talking s softly because they really don't have much of a voice. And others are actually talking loud enough that you can understand what they're saying. Um, Henry is going to try to boom out in his most commanding voice. People, in the name of God, quiet! And they all kind of are shocked with the uh, inflection of your voice. And they all just kind of look at each other. And one older gentleman, he's got a gray hair, scraggly beard that goes down about... Yay long. He walks up, and he's one of the few people who doesn't have um, any, who doesn't require any assistance walking, even though he looks to be one of the older people. And he he looks at you, and he's kind of hunched over a little bit, so he looks up, says, "You're here to help us, yes? Gonna yes. let us get on your ship so we can leave? This place is cursed ever since that storm started. It's." And then, as as he says the next word, a, a crack of thunder goes through in the background. Background, it's become haunted. We don't want to stay here anymore. You need to let us leave now. I brought supplies for you, but I do not own the ship. The best I can offer you is I'll speak to the captain on your behalf. We will come with you because we need to get on the ship right away and leave. It's, and he kind of looks over his shoulder toward um, the the rest of the island. It's too dangerous to stay here anymore. We must go now. And the rest of the people around him start going, Yeah, you got to let us through. we got to get out of here. It's not safe. You know, type of things that mobs end up doing. Oh, boy. I can see a, a huge incident coming. 
So he is going to try to head that off by pleading with them to stay here and let him speak on their behalf. All a mob will do will anger the sailors. And if nobody leaves, then it's going to be a huge problem. This way we'll at least get some people out. So Henry's going to try to talk them down? Yeah. Okay, give me a will attack roll against uh, uh, difficulty 11 with uh, one bane because they're kind of a mob getting all riled up. Uh, I got, what, a six, a seven? That is unfortunately not enough. So they, they start pushing back at you. I thought all difficulties were ten. That's if you're doing a challenge roll. Okay. But you're Just, trying to convince a mob, and their uh, their will score is eleven. Right on. I wasn't trying to be like rulesy. I just I'm learning this too. So that's okay. And for anyone who might be listening to this after the fact, it's good for them to know um, the reason behind the numbers. Gotcha. So he tries his best, but he can't get through to a mob of people. Right. They're just kind of um, yelling at you. You have to let us on now. We can't stay here anymore. Think of the children. They need to be saved. It's too dangerous. I can bring you new metal children. <laughs> Petey, you've been adopted. So, um, Grodd and Petey, you notice that there's this uh, mob of people that are starting to surround Henry at yep. the uh, end of the dock. And it's, you know, he's got his hands held up trying to placate them, but they're kind of pushing in toward him, and he has to take a few steps backwards to avoid being run over. Um, is, is there a gangway or something for this boat between the, the dock and, and the boat? Yes, uh, that's what they're using to unload some of these supplies. Okay, I'm gonna position myself at the bottom of the gangway, so right on the dock with my sack. Okay, and just so you know, they are like 20 feet away, or 20 yards away. Yeah, but they they'll they'll run down the minister fairly soon. So <laughs> torn limb from limb by the natives. Just how he'd always imagine going out. <laughs> like a real minister. Like a, a real evangelical should. <laughs> All right, and what is Grodd doing right now? Walking towards, uh, or from the standing next to the boat and keep an eye on Henry. I, I don't like the vibe uh, I'm getting from a, the 20 feet away. Uh, so I'm going to start walking uh, towards. Henry, I want to uh, get um, close to Henry or behind Henry. Okay. So you're just going to stand there and be all intimidating-like, or you can actually say something? No, I'm just going to stand there and let Henry do the talk, but I'm just going to let my presence be felt by uh, you know, being in close proximity to him. As soon as you get close enough... Uh, Henry, you notice that the entire mob in front of you just freezes and takes two uh, shuffling steps backwards, and all of a sudden there's plenty of breathing room between you and them. And he thinks he knows what that means. <laughs> um, he real, real quietly, you know, don't hurt them if you don't have to. 
And so they, they, the mob looks up at Grodd, and the mob looks behind them, and then you hear um, doors and windows starting to be sh- uh, slammed shut, and uh, uh, some crying and wailing of people start going up from somewhere inside the town. And so they just look at you both, look at the uh, hideously, disgustingly ugly orc, looks back at all of the cries of uh, pain and despair in the city and just um, start pushing forward toward the boat. Horrible, haunting demons, Trump orc. At this point, you guys just have to make a decision if you're going to let them pass or if you're going to try to stop them. Um, He doesn't see a way to stop them at this point, so he's just going to try and let them go past while avoiding personal injury. Everyone's free to walk their own path, and if they want to go get killed by sailors, they're more than welcome. Grad, what are you going to do? So Henry's just letting him go, right? Um, right. I'm, I guess I'm going to take Henry's lead, and I'm not going to interfere with their, their um, passage at this point. So. Okay. So they're going to push on by you guys, and they give you a, as wide a berth as possible on the dock because you're obviously disgusting, ugly, and you smell like shit. <laughs> yeah. He's an acquired. I'm yeah. an acquired yeah. And um, as they're passing by, you, they, they just, by the both of you, you hear one of them saying, they're going to eat us all. They're going to eat us all. We have to get out of here. And they uh, make it to the uh, gangplank on the side of the boat. And PD, you're standing there, and there are a few other soldiers, or soldiers, uh, sailors, are kind of forming a wall, you know, three deep, and just as, uh, just like two people wider than the gangplank to prevent the uh, unruly mob from just storming on the ship. Okay. I, I move to the front of the soldiers. Sailors. Bye. Sailors. Sailors. Bye, your... You're your tickets here. Tickets. Holding out, holding out my sack. Uh, give me an intelligence challenge roll. Okay, I have a nine intelligence. Is that going to be a minus one on the yes. roll? Okay. And um, do you have a profession that would help with panhandling or? Uh, well, pilgrims do rely on the alms of travelers, but... Okay, yeah, go ahead and then do that. Okay, so with a boon? Yep. Okay. And it's just trying to get a ten or better, right? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a twenty and a five. Okay. Which totals a twenty-four, because you get minus one for your... Yes. Uh, ...intelligence. But um, you do manage to surprise them enough to uh, hand out four silver shillings. Oh, yeah. For the, the lot of them. Like, we gave you our money. Can we get on now, please? And the captain comes up. I want to try to disappear in the crowd at this point. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that you can do that unless there's anything preventing you. Okay. Because they're they're not paying any what they've paid you money so they're not paying you any mind anymore. Okay, perfect. And I I go up to Henry and like uh, give him a creaky smile and jingle my sack. 
Stop jingling your sack at me, Petey. <laughs> Donations. We should probably give those back. No. They're your ill-gotten gains. It's your soul, Petey. It's really not my soul, but I understand that no, I'm not giving them back. I don't know whose soul it is. Oh, it's most certainly yours. Well, it was someone's, but now it's yours. No, I'm not giving them back, this back, though. I don't care. Okay. Creaky smile. Um, so at this point, um, you you guys have heard the uh, noises coming from um, the the city or the town, I guess. I don't. It's not big enough to be a city, so it's just a, a town. Um, and the captain comes up to you guys, and he comes up with a a few other. Um, burly sailors, a uh, few humans, and uh, an orc. It's like, those villagers, the townsfolk, spread, saying some really weird things, and part of our mission here is to figure out what the hell is going on. All you guys need to go into the city, into the town, find out what happened, see if you can find any more survivors, ask them questions, and just figure out what's going on, because this is crazy. We need to figure out what's going on and get out of here now. Are you going to let them on the boat? He should. Oh, by the way, Captain, Petey has been uh, taking uh, money for entrance onto your ship. I assume you're due your cut. And I walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Your hearing is amazing from that position, but yeah. We'll go ahead and accept it. It's okay. We'll get what's due us before we leave. Right now I need to figure out accommodations for our guests. And he turns and walks away. So the uh, sailors decide that they're going to go off in one direction and you guys are going to be left to your own devices. Don't let them near my flower. You left the flower on the boat? Yeah, Can you leave your flower on the boat? How will we break this, bake the sacred bread? Oh, goodness. Oh, I need to go back for the flower. You need to bake the sacred bread before you can break the sacred bread. I do have one loaf of sacred bread left, but... You know, it's kind of broken already. It's all right. Sacred bed, bread may be rebroken. There are way too many B-R-E-A's. In this. <laughs> yeah. Well, we might as well begin searching the town, seeing what we can find, speaking to anyone who can tell us anything about what's going on here. Alrighty. Um, you guys search for maybe five or ten minutes before you um, encounter the first um, mutilated corpse. So if you can all give me um, a willpower challenge roll with um, no boons or banes. Okay. Unless you guys have something that would explain why you're better at 
I have peasant conscripts, so I've been in wars. Okay, that'll work. I do uh, not. So you're just um, <clears throat> making I, your, your roll to avoid gaining a point of insanity. I got a 24 total, so I don't. I rolled another 20. And I should put these on camera, because <laughs> the one time no one can tell what I'm rolling, then I start doing gorgeously. <laughs> It doesn't matter if it's a 20 or if it's a 12, as long as it's over 10. I know, but it I, I feel dirty about it. That's You're the thing. A cheetah. A dirty, <laughs> rotten cheetah. Better than a dirty, <laughs> rotten zebra, I guess. What about you? Um, I got a 14. Grod, 14? All right. So you come across a, a corpse that's just lying up against... Damn it. Uh, line up against a, a building that looks like it's been almost torn down. Um, there's chunks of flesh missing. Uh, one of the eyes has popped, and you can tell that the fluid has bled out onto the ground next to him. Um, the okay. jaw seems to have been ripped off, and the entrails are scattered over a fairly sizable radius around it. It's a human? Yeah. It looks human, yes. <laughs> um, the, right. yeah. the majority of the, the townsfolk are human. Right. Yeah. It was human. Yeah, it was human. It's now just a corpse. No soul in that one. But it does look like there are uh, bloody footprints that oh. lead away from the body um, back towards... Uh, the center of the village, town. Okay, I'm gonna draw my. I have a dagger and a club. I'm gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna have the club in my left hand, and the, I'm gonna draw my dagger and have it in my right hand. Okay. And so, as you guys um, continue exploring, uh, you just walk about a block later. Um, you almost literally run into a an adolescent um, an adolescent child who seems to just run straight out of uh, an alley and literally bumps right into uh, Petey. Oh no! Okay. He, he, uh, runs, he bumps and it falls down onto his ass and looks up at you. This child, you can't tell if it's a a, a boy or a girl. Face is covered in dirt, grime, hair is sticky with leaves and twigs, and you hope it's sap, but it doesn't smell like it. Uh, just raggedy clothes, um, torn from getting caught on so many different things. Just bad shape, and the child's eyes are so wide, and you know, just looking everywhere, and just looks right up at you. And um, their mouth opens in a wordless scream, and uh, collapses. I step over him. So, Pastor, Pastor Henry, what are we supposed to be looking for here? Anything, everything. We have to find out what's causing this and help in any way we can. Well, I don't think he's going to be much help, or she. 
uh, he will kneel down and see if she's alright, if she's dead, or, well, obviously she's not alright, but you know. Um, but the child just looks exhausted. Um, it's more like uh, curled in the fetal position, afraid of what to the, the child is this giant uh, clockwork monster. <laughs> and, of course, there's the uh, orc nearby as well. Uh, things. He will do his best to be reassuring. It's, it's okay, small one. They're... They're okay. Looks up at you and... Um, eyes, again, just darting every which way, um, and then meets your eyes and just stares at you for a moment and um, moves her mouth trying to speak and um, you can tell that her lips are chapped, her throat's probably parched. I don't know if I have any water. I don't think I start with any. I should have bought that damn flask. <laughs> You guys were on a sailing ship. You probably have water. Okay, I will give her some water, or him. It. I don't remember the gender now. I, I hadn't assigned one yet, but you guys assigned it as she, so we're going with that. <laughs> it's easier with androgynous. Yeah, so the child um, tries to gulp it down, but you help her um, sip, because when they're that uh, yeah. dehydrated, sipping is better. Gulping's going to make you vomit. Vomit and end up worse off than you were. Yeah, and so after downing several sips, you can, you can see you can see that are less crazed, breathing a little bit steadier, and actually sits up and looks at you, and said, "They came from the forest. They started eating people, and then those people started eating other people, and I I had to hide in the barn." Mommy said I shouldn't play in that barn because it's dangerous, but... Petey, don't go but, in the barn. But they didn't eat me, so so I'm glad I didn't listen to Mommy. I bend down in a really creaky and get close to her face. Grizz, what's your name? My name is... My name is... You can tell she's starting to... The child's starting to, to hyperventilate a little bit. Eyes are getting wide because you're, like, right up in her face. I get a little bit, like, a centimeter closer. I, I'm i going to have to intervene to a certain <laughs> degree at this point. I'll just put my walking staff by Petey and back him up just a little. Petey, there's, there's, no, name, need, there's no need to terrify the child. My name is Robin. Hi, Robin. I'm Petey. Uh, hi, Petey. Are you here to stop the bad guys from eating us? No. You, you, you here to take us away from the bad men? No. Well, I don't think I, so. I have to make uh, a will check for this child to see if she freaks out and runs away. <laughs> okay. Well done. <laughs> being a child, I'm going to sign a will of eight. Right. And one, one bane because of the uh, current situation. Okay. And, and I rolled a 5 minus 2 is 3, so she shrieks and runs away. Um, I'm going to try and catch her before she gets far. If I get beat or beat, bitten, I'm going to be really, really mad at you, PD. Uh, give me an agility challenge roll, and I'll give you a, a boon because it's a child. You should be able to um, 
run run it down run down the child before. Or you should be able to catch up to the child because you don't actually want to run it run down the child. <laughs> I totaled twenty. So okay, so you manage to catch um, Robin before uh, they manage to. You manage to catch them before they squirm through a small opening in one of the, the nearby shop stores. It's okay. It's it's okay. He is not here to help. He is never helping anybody, not even himself. And but. Grod, can you give me a perception challenge roll, please? Just a point of clarification. What do you when you say challenge roll? Is that mean just roll above your or roll a ten with the modifier? Yes, a challenge roll is difficulty ten, and then an attack roll is uh, the difficulty is based off of one of the opponent's uh, characteristics or attributes. Okay. So, yeah, my uh, intellect is 9, but my perception is intellect plus 1, so it's 10, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to give you one boon, because it's a pretty empty location. It's going to be kind of hard to miss. So I roll a d20. And, a and D6. So I got, I got, uh, well, I rolled the 10 on the 20, and I got a 5 on the 6. All right. So as, um, as Henry and PD are, are scaring and calming the child, um, I wasn't you, supposed to lie, Pastor Henry. You told me not to lie to people. No, you you should also not terrify people. Just don't say anything in this instance. Oh, okay. Except you notice a, another um, mob of uh, people coming from down the road a little bit, about uh, 10, 15 yards away. Okay. No, those, and, we're, I'm sorry, those we're following gold. From where we're at, go where Don. Right. Can you uh, speak a little louder? The microphone's not picking you up too well. I'm sorry. That those footprints we were following go. Where where were they heading from where we're standing? Um, the footprints were just kind of went like three or four steps and then um, started to dissipate. They're they're old. Oh okay. Several days. In the general direction. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So. It went general away direction. Okay. So it's not it's not a fresh kill. The body's been rotting for a while. Okay. So I see the, but, the mob coming. Yep. And so you see the mob coming, and the perception roll was to notice that um, the mob looks very similar to the corpse lying on the ground next to you, with pieces missing, um, chunks falling off. You know, not exactly in good condition. Definitely looks like a mob of zombies. 